0: What is going on? How is this? Is it good? Good sound? Can you hear me? Should I turn it down more? Yep. No, that's you're perfect. good. It sounds good. We're no, we getting the hang of this. Us. Yes. I've got it on. I'm going to remember the setting. I've got it on 10. So you can hear the volume or you can hear the music and you can hear me, right? So that's what I'm talking about. That's what we're going for. Sweet. And then music goes away and it's just us two talking with... Out any background noise <laughs> so now we got to be entertaining and without like music in the background and
1: or distraction sneezes know,
0: <laughs> distraction sneezes coughs dogs barking and <laughs> going oh well nice. it's fine it's just us now so my name is Jared yes. Allison this is Chris uh, or hey guys that side uh we're both real estate agents with century 21 Alton Clark I am I have JDA Florida homes chris is
1: the noon group essentially 21
0: yes and you can find us if you're interested you can find you can find me on facebook at jda homes or if you search for me on youtube i've got some videos up there i do market reports once a month i have to admit i've been slacking this month just because of the holiday it's been busy i haven't had a chance to get that one up but you can go see some of my other videos on youtube you can search for jda florida homes and then chris i'll let you take yours
1: uh (laughs) (laughs) got lost there a little bit so you can find me pretty much uh i am heavy in the instagram world uh but i also you can find me um in facebook under the noon group and same thing for instagram the noon group and it's pretty simple um you can Google. Uh you can find me there, LinkedIn, uh, wherever. Yeah, pretty sure, a quick Google search of my name, you'll find me very easily.
0: Sweet. What um, what do you usually post on on Instagram? Just a lot of pictures of yourself. Mm-hmm. Or- so
1: mm-hmm. actually, um, it's majority I would say about eighty to eighty-five percent real estate related because I am a business, but I also do sprinkle in uh, personal stuff because some people. A lot of people want to relate to who they're doing business with. A lot of influencers, for the most part, you see them, their interactions, a video, picture format. So um, I try to keep it um, as kind of straight and simple as possible. Um, I'll sprinkle in like some Deadpool stuff and funny captions or some memes that are really hilarious uh, through the storyboards that are uh, real estate related. And then um, being that we just had Thanksgiving, you'll see photos of me and the family up there. Okay. Of course. Nice.
0: So you kind of hit all the different avenues, not just real estate. So you still got some other interesting things that you're putting up there.
1: Kind of like more comedic approach for sure. Yeah. And then whatever goes on Instagram, I just share through Facebook business and then share yeah. again through my Facebook personal cool. so the world can see where I'm at. But this that is actually nice. our first podcast back from Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving,
0: yeah. man? Oh, it, was, it was good. I ate way too much food, I'm sure, just like everybody else. We've got a ton of leftovers in the fridge that we're going to be cleaning out tomorrow. Uh, Garbage comes on Friday, so we have to clean it out tomorrow. If we don't, it's a whole other week that we have to eat those leftovers. Or they might go bad. I'm not really sure, but...
1: So yeah, that's the, the best part to... of like Thanksgiving. Like I had two oh, Thanksgivings this year, so pretty much like yep. just eating nothing but leftovers. Like more yeah. mac and cheese than I've had in entire year is sitting in my fridge. So yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> been plowing away at it. It's delicious. What's your
0: favorite? What's your favorite um, after Thanksgiving? Like, what do you like to prepare other than just heating up some leftovers? Do you use any of the the turkey to make some special dish or the mashed potatoes or what? What do you like?
1: I do something very special actually, and I call it my slop. So, pretty much mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, turkey, corn, uh, cranberry. I throw it into a plate, I heat it up, and then I mix it all together into a giant just slop. And then I just eat it. It's absolutely delicious. (laughs) Sometimes I'll make a burrito out of it, I'll throw cheese all over it, grated cheese, or make it, um, uh, yeah, or like a burrito, like I said yeah that's that pretty good pretty stuff good. yeah that but some secondary good. dish like a turkey soup now nah, my mom does that and she was pretty yeah. good at it but yeah. you know, i just like they just devour it
0: <laughs> yep i'd say my favorite is uh taking the ham bone so we had we did ham and turkey mm. and i usually take the ham bone and then the left some of the leftover ham and then I do a fresh uh, pot of uh, pinto beans, so dried pinto beans in the mm-hmm. crock pot with seasonings and all that kind of stuff. Put the ham bone in there with some ham. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, do that, that with That's good. probably one of my favorite dishes I could eat as a kid. Not so much. You couldn't. I wouldn't go within a hundred feet of a of a bean. But now, yeah. now, are good.
1: What's like the dish that you go to or that you look forward to most of Thanksgiving? Like what's like, is it like a particular dish mm-hmm. or food?
0: I'd have to say I really like, uh, our sweet potato pie. My mom has a really good recipe for sweet potato pie. It includes a lot of butter, a lot of sugar, a little bit more sugar and a little bit more butter with a little <laughs> bit of sweet potato on there and uh, wow. some pecans on the top. It's, but it's really good. It, It's almost, it could almost be like a, just a standalone dessert. If you, Mm -hmm. if you didn't have, it sounds like it It sounds like
1: sweet heavens. Absolutely. What's up, Uh, Joseph,
0: Joe, Joe Conley. And And then we got Bob
1: Deasley and and in the house too. Does beer work? Absolutely, man. I'm actually drinking a little bit of beer.
0: This is, this is whiskey only whiskey. No, I'm just kidding. Definitely beer. Whatever, Um, whatever you're craving. Yeah. I'm I'm double dipping over here. Wine. Hey, that's fine. Bob, what kind of beer yeah. are you drinking? Put it, put it in the chat. Uh, Joe said, "Oh, you're making me hungry. All the time. <laughs> all the talk about oh, food. I, if, uh, Joe, if
1: Joe, a joke speaker, right now he'd have some, he'd have some stories for us for sure. <laughs> we oh, should wait. have Joe, we should have Joe on one day. That'll be a lot of fun. Joe just for, for, just for his stories, huh? <laughs> yes, Bob is drinking highlight. Love highlight. Oh yes, that's, that's a good cigar one. city local. brewery right there. Yeah, cigar city brewery, local, going room. local."
0: Central, yep. uh, Central Florida somewhere, right? No, no, Tampa. Oh, is that, no, no, Tampa. That's, That's Tampa. what it is.
1: Cigar City, California. yeah. Yep. Uh, Bob, okay. if you haven't had it, you should try the Highlight White Oak. That's a really good beer. The Highlight White Oak. That's a good one. Hmm. Um, but so, speaking of drinks, what are you drinking tonight? Well,
0: well I'm, I went first last week. What do you, let you... Okay. I'll let you go first.
1: So, I actually went to my local watering hole, and I got what was, uh, it's kind of hard to come by a little bit, at least in my local area. And it's Whistle Pig Piggyback Six Years. Piggyback. And okay. wh- Whistle Pig is an amazing, amazing, amazing whiskey. I love their stuff. They have never made a bad, bad drink yet. And I've had quite a few of them. And mm. like the six year is their lowest level is, that okay. I'm aware of. And it goes all the way up to the Boss Hawk. And um, it's really good. <laughs> a very Xbox expensive Wow! Yeah. So
0: the one you have is medium price, is it?
1: Yes. So you're still looking at about like 40 to $60 for this. Like okay. About, about 40 bucks, And then yeah. the next tier up goes to in the 70s and 80s, and it goes up from there.
0: Okay. So you this can get a
1: 10-year. Has- oh, 18-year is around mm. 400 bucks. Oh, wow. It's so it's good, 18 though. 18-year, okay. Yeah, it's so That's good, though. a long time.
0: Yes. Just think and it was hard. We 18, 18 years ago? ago? When, that, when that was just pulled out of, you know, it was just made, it was be, being put into the barrel, and it's going to sit there for 18 years. So what are we in? 2021, that was 2003, 18 oh, man. years ago. That's
1: crazy. Oh, man. I was uh, doing my just... last year of middle school in <laughs> 2003. Oh wow, that was I yep. graduated high school. <laughs> you old man. Dang,
0: I know. Oh
1: wow, oh, that's well. fine.
0: Well, um, so good. I am actually. So I I talked about it on the last uh, episode that we did, but I did um, I did a trip over to Tokyo recently, and I picked up a couple of bottles of whiskey over there. And this one tonight. So I didn't get to try this one last week. So this is a brand new bottle. But I'm doing the. Fuji yes. Sanroku signature blend, and uh, so they use, you know, they do, um, they they blend their whiskies. It's not just a straight, you know, ten year, eighteen year, mm-hmm. or whatever. It's a, a blended whiskey. But um, Fuji Sanroku, it actually means the the foot of Mount Fuji. So the, the brewery is actually right there by Mount Fuji and then they um, they brew everything right there and that's really I was cool. Lucky is enough it, to find some.
1: Is it right to call it a uh a brewery instead of a distillery?
0: Or a distillery. Yeah,
1: that's that's no. what I meant. We that's gotta look into that. Oh, we can't be I mean. like talking about whiskey here and calling it brewery. All the well all all the connoisseurs of the whiskey is slapping us right now. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what? See they you, Joe. get their own they can go get their own show and talk about they can use the right terms and make fun of us on their show. This is true. We are the amateurs. All right. Pour I'll yourself a drink.
1: Yourself. Let's uh, let's uh, toast. I got myself toast a everybody. festive Cheers. I got a festive glass.
0: I have got my Jack Daniel's glass. This That's is awesome.
2: This this true. one is a uh,
1: Maker's Mark. A Maker's Mark
0: okay. glass. Nice. Festive. Nice. So you got the the whiskey ball, the uh the whiskey oh, yeah. ice cube in there? Yes, I do. Nice. I'm, I'm going to try this one without ice. I've got some ice standing by just in case, because I don't know how it's going to taste. Well, at I least
1: do at least three sips neat before, because you got to get yes. your palate warmed up to yeah. it. So, so, but cheers. cheers to everyone everybody. else that's watching with us. We appreciate you.
0: Oh, yeah. That's good. Delicious. That's good stuff.
1: I was looking forward it, to this um, for four days. Yeah, How smooth this is it? one
0: has this one has uh it's got a little bit of a bite to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other one, so I have the other one that I did last week the Tagashi. Yeah. Uh, Tagashi 8 years. This one is is super smooth. Um that one, you know, you're good without any ice. This one I might throw an ice cube in just to see how it changes the flavor. Mm. But, you know,
1: one day what we need to do is mm-hmm. like bring our our uh our little podcast here our own little whiskey with an agent together yes. and then we can just you know as we're talking and discussing we can go ahead and share each other's whiskeys and like discuss it a little bit too in between that is wow that'll be that's fun that's a great idea that'd yeah. be fun we'd we'll just be at the office <laughs> we can do it i Boom. think
0: we should have to do that they, they i think so like too drinking some whiskey in the office right nah
1: <laughs> it's a good cause for this <laughs> exactly we're
0: We're giving out good information. Speaking Mm -hmm. of good information, tonight we are talking about seasonal real estate. So, Mm -hmm. basically, you know, just like any industry, there are seasons to, you know, everything's kind of cyclical as far as the year goes. And um, certain times of the year are going to be more busy, other times of the year are going to be less busy. It's the same thing in real estate. So, that's kind of what we're going to talk about tonight as far as you know, kind of the best times to get ready to sell your home, maybe the best time to buy a home or, you know, when the prices uh, trend upwards, when they start going down, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. So everything in real estate is, is seasonal, regardless of, you know, I mean, COVID and everything has kind of thrown a wrench and a lot of it, but there's still, Ooh. if you get, if you start fine tuning the numbers, uh, and start looking at it, it still has a seasonal
1: um, outlook. Yeah.
0: And that's that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So,
1: mm-hmm. um, And just say, so we're going to provide some stats tonight, but a lot of it's also going to be anecdotal um, based on my own experiences and our experiences so far, as well as going off of what NAR, the National Association of Realtors, and our own local board is providing us.
0: That's what that stands for. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Association of Realtors. Yep. (laughs) Thought it was just some like short for gnarly or something.
1: That (laughs) missing a missing a couple letters there. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh. So where do you want to start? I mean, there's there's. there's
1: Well, let's start with the season that we're in. Let's start with the season that we're in. So right now we're in a fourth quarter which is essentially going into our winter months like right now we're technically in fall but we're we're calling this the fall to the winter season now what typically happens in the fall time nationally and that is that school's in session and then on top of that as once school started typically august um Things get into real estate gets into a little bit of a lull because everyone, majority of movers are, you know, families and kids kind of drive mm-hmm. the, 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 where, where parents need to move to schools. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a huge driving factor of, uh, our real estate market trends. And so once August starts, everyone needs the real estate kind of goes into a lull and, everyone's trying to find out their routine. Um, And then come towards the September into October, things kind of tick back up. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: then it kind of continues until about November. Uh, And then December is actually uh, according to sun stats. um, For the Florida area, um, December is the most expensive time to kind of purchase, because you're coming off of the summer. And the market just increased, increased, increased hit a little bit of a low like a little plateau and then kind of jump back up again, or it just kind of flutters. And then that is simply what the fall and the reason why it kind of peaks there at the December and almost stalls for the most part is because you also have the holidays, Thanksgiving, and then a couple of weeks right down around the corner, we have Christmas. And then right then, right after that is New Year's. So a lot of that money, that goes towards down payment is uh, is being held onto by uh, buyers so they can travel as well as purchase gifts.
0: I mean, I mean, who who wants to buy a house when you can go party somewhere for New Year's Eve? Yeah, I mean, I might but not it's... have that money next year when it comes time to buy the house. Yeah, <laughs> but know,
1: there, so are, are, there are there, yeah, but there are a lot of uh, serious buyers still out there. Correct. And that's why yes. like the market still kind of flutters and continues to tick upward, not at the mm-hmm. rate as you would during the summer months, right, but it still goes up nonetheless,
2: yeah,
0: so did we want did you have some charts up for that kind of show December I've got the sun stats uh um, yeah but stuff and sun stats as uh closed sales, so let me pull that up real quick, share. All right, can you see this okay?
1: Um, go ahead and make it full screen because we are talking about numbers here. All right,
0: there's. And full then
1: screen. are you able to essentially like zoom in yeah. on like the graph itself?
0: A lot of stuff. How about that?
1: There you go. There you go. So, so starting back from 2008 is when such started. And you can see. Right as naturally as the curve goes, it's going upward as a whole. But you can see where those individual drops.
0: Right, so there's an overall trend that is going up. And this is, so this is for the state of Florida, and this is closed sales. So this is everything that has sold um, in the state of Florida since 2008. So you can see that as time increases, we are, um, or as, as time goes by, there's more and more homes sold. So that is, as a generality, it's increasing overall.
1: Mm-hmm. And that also means that there are more people selling their houses continually throughout the year. Correct. But right. even though like the the numbers are increasing, it still uh, replicates the same trend uh, based on our economy
0: mm-hmm. and
1: what, what's going on at that time of year. And you can see almost every single January, December, January, is at its lowest point.
0: Yeah, so let's look. So here's December, and then goes to January, drops in January 2009. Here's Mm -hmm. December uh, 2009, January 2010, it drops again. Yep. Um, Let's see, here's December. So here it kind of delayed a little month, or delayed a little bit, and then uh, It peaked real quickly. Yeah, it peaked but a then it little dropped. bit, and then dropped in January, and then it started increasing. So you can you can start to see these trends that you know in December to January there's going to be a pretty big fluctuation. I mean, do you mm-hmm. agree with that?
1: Yes, there is a big a big fluctuation. That's why it's arguably that December is the most expensive time of mm-hmm. the year to kind of essentially purchase, um, even though it's a little bit softer. But it also means not a lot of people are putting their house on the market. So the inventory kind of drops, which kind of holds that that price. But come like January uh, and into February really is when things start picking back up in terms of buyers as well as sellers. Um, But it will take the whole month of January and possibly – yeah, I would say about the whole month of January that you can actually probably get – you'll see homes sit on the market longer than normal and that you can essentially probably get away with a, a less uh, of an asking price instead of at list price, especially if the home has been sitting more than the average days on market, which is currently, I think at 16, right. um, 16 days on market, which is, right. that's actually incredibly fast. Um, yeah. Yeah. So December time yeah. wouldn't necessarily be buying January, you have a small window to where you can possibly get something for a good price or a good deal. Yes. And then February, um, people are going to come back up.
0: Yep. So I'm, I'm kind of going through this graph here real quick. So you can see January, 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 2012, 2013, 2014. Mm. So you can see across the board, January is pretty much the low point of closed sales. And yeah. like, like Chris was saying earlier, a lot of that is just due to the fact that Hey, we're in the holidays right now. Um, mm-hmm. it's sellers,
2: sellers it's, aren't selling.
0: Yeah, Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, people are saving their money. They're not going to spend their down payment on a house right now because they got you know presents or whatever uh, you celebrate and they got stuff to do. They got family coming in. They don't have it might not even be a money thing. You just you don't have the time to do it because you got family Maybe coming in, or you're going on vacation, or whatever the case may be. So that trends into January, where people are just like, "All right, I got to recover." Yeah. Not buying anything in January, and then it starts picking back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me throw that back up there. It starts picking back up. February, March, April, and that's and then, the summer. Yeah, so yeah. that starts going in. But but the main thing, you know, for the winter time, you can see January is. So if you're gonna buy something. I mean and my my thought is you would want to really look in that December January you know going mm-hmm. in and, and actually buy it in January because you know
1: it's yeah, there's December January. Activity, exactly. You know? So and just a reminder that the graph indicates not the price but the amount of homes that sell each Correct. during that time frame. And right. when you have very little selling, um uh, that means there's there's gonna be either um a low inventory because no one is putting on the market. But there's also it means less buyers, which creates a better opportunity for buyers who are actively looking during that time. Because Bethany and I when we bought this house, we actually scheduled uh, an appointment to see three homes January 1st of 2020. So January 1st. So we were up all night Like we 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 knew exactly what we wanted to do. And -hmm. we got into this house that we got it for, it was on the market for 14 days. So that means they came on right at the, at Christmas time. And it is yeah. a gorgeous house. Like I'm going to f- yeah. toot my own here. Like we got a deal on this house. Right. We were able to right. get it for less than asking or less than list price. And on top mm-hmm. of that, we were able to ask for closing costs. Yeah. So, and that was in I mean, January in 2020. 2020. So this was in just before the crash. Okay. This was okay. just before the crash, but the, uh, the market, um, closed. Right. Um, the economy closed but the um it, the market was still trending very much upward just like how you see so right. everyone was getting to multiple offers and right. but we got this one so if you're a buyer who doesn't mind waiting during this time um uh, during now and then the second or third week of january you should mm-hmm. be going hard in the paint looking at everything yes. that you can
0: yes yep yeah i agree so if yeah so basically what you're saying is if I'm ready to buy a house, I should start looking now and get yes. ready to purchase something in January.
1: Yes. Yeah. Between December and January, you need to be looking yeah. during the holidays because yes. a lot of people are not going to, they're going to pause. They will pause yes. except for the serious Absolutely. ones.
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: and that is arguably the best time of year to, yep. to buy. It's not going to be in March, Jan- June, July, August. Absolutely right. not. So, um, now,
0: On the flip side of that, so new listings, so you know, part of um, looking in in December is the amount of new listings is typically so here's December, here's December, here's December. So the amount of new listings, so you're not going to have as much selection uh, as you would during the summer months because not a lot of people are listing their home in December mm-hmm. because of all the reasons we talked about the holidays, Christmas, everything. Yep. Um, you know, here's December. So you but can see that yeah, keep, all keep going is... in
1: the most immediate in, into the year, and then, like the most current years, 2018, right. look how yeah. much of a difference so between the January, the, the new February.
0: listings from December to January. So that's an additional like eleven thousand, just call it eleven thousand listings that people I, are listing their home. Here's uh twenty thousand to thirty three, so thirteen, uh, twenty one to thirty one, so 10,000 23 to twenty eight, that's five, but that was in two thousand twenty. That was this year. On, so yeah. a little bit you know, th- yeah, COVID and that's stuff, COVID. You know, yeah. But nonetheless, so when you're when you're looking in December, it's you have to you have to understand that there's there's not going to be as much selection but when the time comes you've already looked at those homes whereas a lot of people who have put it on pause mm-hmm. they haven't even seen the homes that are listed in December where well, you've already looked at everything you yep. already know so you're already ready for all the new stuff that's going to be popping up in January. in January so you're already ahead of the game Yep. So, and then
1: when January reports come out, which is the 15th of every single month, they report mm-hmm. the the month previous or prior. Right. So given right. that we're about to go into December, we're actually in December, yeah. we won't know what's going on with the market for November until December 15th. So um, we have another solid 14 days to go before we know how November looked so yeah. we there are some speculations we definitely i have definitely noticed i'm not about you jared a pretty much the uh a, a, a steadfast almost like a kind of a plateau in nature the median mm-hmm. price has dropped about two thousand dollars um right now so it's that it was at, i think a 320 now it's at 318 for a median price hey jenny welcome um hey, i hope jenny. you got your drink on yeah right and uh... So you're talking about so, the
0: median median sales price? Is that what you're looking uh-huh. at? Yeah. All right. Let me pull that chart up here. Um, so then, you know, before I pull that chart up, so just a little story about when I was selling my house, my previous house, back in 2017, 2018, I had, you know, the, the idea of, well, hey, let's, Let's spend December of getting it ready. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it painted. I'm going to change all the, the outlets to make them, you know, the bright white outlets and all the, the plate cover, you know, the switch covers, make them, make everything nice. And, and, you know, you got family coming in town and all that kind of stuff. So you're getting your house ready, not only to list, but, you know, for family coming in town. And then I was like, well, I'll, I'm not going to list it in December. I'm going to wait till January. And that's what I did. So, I, and I listed, you know. So I was one of those people that fell into the trap of list, not not a trap, but fell into that statistic of I'm not going to list it in December. I'm going to get it ready, and then mm-hmm. New Year's New Year's resolution. We're listing yeah. the house. Everything is ready, and then it was it was crickets. Kind of crickets, yeah. Yeah, it was crickets. Literally, it was crickets. I mean, the initial, you know, you always get that initial push about the first week. You get several showings and then it's kind of it's it starts dipping off a little bit and we were you know we were adequately priced and and um yeah but it was just we'd have a showing here and there and this is Mm -hmm. back in 2000 2000 january 2018 and um so it was just it took it wasn't you know until late like a few months later where we actually sold it when the market actually starts picking Kinda up, kind of coming, coming we're, back up we're, what we're going to talk about here in a second but yeah that was kind of a, a side story here but so we were talking um, about the median median yeah. sales price
1: yes but that was the anecdotal like evidence like I was yeah. a seller yeah as well as like a realtor as well like knowing that oh I will wait to new year whereas everyone else is also waiting to a new year. So mm-hmm. you, you kind of missed out the height, the inventory right. is now low, no one is buying. Mm-hmm. So the median price is instantly going to kind of drop. And on top right. of that, you're going to be one of an average of 10,000 other sellers, who's going to put right. their house on the market in the same month. So now right. you just saturated the market. Yes. Alright, yes. so now you're not just the only competition, you now have 10,000 competitors that are all roughly trying to see at the same price point, but it's not going to necessarily happen because the market has dipped. So everyone is going to be sitting for at least a couple of weeks and all the good ones will fly uh, really quickly. So, uh, Jenny, Jenny is a local agent and she works with us. Uh, she's having water tonight. I can appreciate that. She probably went a little too hard in, uh, in Vegas or was it Hawaii? Can't remember. Yeah, there's plenty of water in this right here, <laughs> but um, so going and so uh, we've definitely established that the wintertime is the time to buy Hawaii. Nice, Jenny. Um, it, that's established point of fact. You can definitely get it from December to January. That's going to be the best time to go ahead and purchase. Now, from January going into the spring season, we've already showed you the stats where the the number of homes coming on the market is essentially about 10,000 on average. And that's going to kind of ride. And if you pulled up the, if you pulled the sunsets again, if you look at February into March, the number of homes that comes on the market kind of stays relatively stagnant and it stays right there, like kind of a plateau. And then at what happens is that the more people, more homes that purchase shows that there's more buyers. So the higher that number of homes sold, increases it just also shows see we're at new listings
0: yeah new listings
1: yeah so if we go to the solds real quick uh let's see where so you can see they the amount of homes that sold stays relatively close to each other so mm-hmm. that means there's no real there are still a number of sellers, the same amount of sellers coming onto the market. And that's what creates this real heat wave from spring season into the summer. Because when you, there's no major holidays with the exception of 4th of July, uh, where a lot of people are moving, you're asking for only maybe two or three days but the the spring right. season yeah. really kicks up because people are already starting to look at where the next move is and we've already established the majority of movers are going to be families schools Correct. about to end the grass yeah. is starting to peer the snow is starting to melt to yes. to to melt excuse me yeah so that is going it, to sometimes
0: it smells too i mean if has, you know the yellow snow and the brown snow it it, 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 it can smell you know
1: some some slush there yeah. and and so we you when you are a buyer looking at those times, yes, you're you'll have more free time during that time, yeah. especially if you're a family. But yeah. you're also going to be going up against other families who are looking to relocate, relocate as well. As a seller, the peak season is going to be, from my opinion and what the stats show, is going to be from March to June, July. Yep. that's where you're gonna find it. So here's to a, buy, here's not a, the best time.
0: Right, here's what do you a got? crazy thing. So uh, Jenny, so I actually did a photo shoot for her the other day for a house that she listed. I'm gonna put her comment up here. She listed a house on uh, there the night before Thanksgiving at 11 p.m. she had a contract at 11.38. That's crazy. So that, uh, that's
1: a sight unseen <laughs> offer is, right there. I don't crazy. recommend those, but they that's happen crazy. a lot. Yeah.
0: What are these people doing before Thanksgiving? Or shouldn't they be getting their turkey ready or something and not looking for houses online to put offers on? I mean, what's that's going the on?
1: man. That's the madness of our um, current mm. market right now, man. Like we have yeah. less than a month supply. Yeah. Like our rate of absorption is nuts. Yeah. And it is. if We look at – I'm going to pull this up, and I'm going to share my screen real quick. I should be able to.
0: Yeah, you should. Um.
1: So this is October. So like I said before, you should be able to see this. Can you see this okay? Uh,
0: Let me turn it on.
1: Oh, it's not turned on.
0: There we go. You're good.
1: Okay. So like I said before, we won't know what November looks like until December, December 15th. So we right now we're stuck on October stats and you can see the madness that has occurred in terms of a median price year over year f- for October. And it's, it's popped off at 325 and now it's around, um, 318 is what, what I'm seeing here, but you can see just from the COVID and everything that's happening. It's, it's quite wild. To see the median price go up the way that it has, uh, with average, the gray is average, the blue is median price. So, on average, yeah, that shit, Jesus, Um, 300, I know, 83,000.
0: I tend to look at the median sales price because it, for me, it, it seems to be a little bit better information as far as what's going on. Whereas the average, because you're taking homes that are, all the way up in the million dollar range and all the way down in the 200,000 or $100,000 range and you're mm-hmm. taking an average. Whereas the median, it's taking the very middle of of those prices. So I, for me, it, it, the median price, I usually go to that a little bit more. Yeah. And it gives me I, a little bit more information.
1: It gives you a better, more realistic price. Because if you have a house that is actually worth 325 and you post it at 383, everyone that's buying and looking right is going to think that you're absolutely crazy. They're, they're literally going to think that you're absolutely crazy. Yeah.
0: And here's, sure. um, if you want to see that on, uh, give me.
1: And all the information, all the stats are available to the public through aura, yes. Orlando regional realtor so- association, uh, yep. market stats. And then yep. some stats I believe is, um, realtor access only.
0: Yes, it is. So here's the median sales price from Sunstats. So, um, yeah, and, and this only dates back to 2008, but you can see from 2008, it was $214,000. It dipped down to 140, 122, but That's basically it, the, the it crash. Bottomed at, it, yeah. Bottomed out at 122 and, and look, I mean, it just kept going up, kept going up, kept going up. And then it kind of accelerated right here and, in, in uh, April, May of 2020, it really accelerated mm-hmm. uh, the increase to where our median sales price for the state of Florida right now is $359,000. $359,000. That is insane. Yeah. yeah, that's as of September. That's that's, that's as yes. of September. Yeah. So that's, that's, what, a couple months ago. So the month or yeah. the October stats will be out soon. November stats will be out soon. Yeah. But... It's, uh, yeah, it's actually, no, that for October, that was, it was 359 in October. So October is out. November is not out yet. Yeah. So, but still 359 all the way from, Mm -hmm. you know, 122 back in.
1: Yeah. And this year, this year alone, the amount of multiple offers per sold home for the nation um, I believe peaked at um 5.2 offers per sold home for the nation.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: is wild. It tells you the whole nation is moving, and major, yes. ma- 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 predominantly from major metropolitan areas, heavy, dense, populated areas, um, oh, yeah. especially coming from the Northeast, are, are moving. They're moving south. Like they have tons of money. A lot of their jobs are allowing them to. To relocate or be able to work from home. So they're yes. able to do that. So people who've been stuck and where they're at because of a job now able to move, they're 100% taking advantage of that and they're taking their money with them because they're, they're, they're able to maintain that same money. And their money goes a lot further here in Florida. And surprisingly, Florida is not even in the top five uh, most desirable states to live in uh, right now it's kind of really? that's crazy yeah washington yeah. of all places i'm surprised is washington the, state yes washington okay. state all right. um washington texas arizona i think is is before texas um and i think um even new york city is starting to come up a little bit but florida is i think number 5 or number wow. 6
0: wow yeah that's that's crazy i mean so your new york is is above florida is that what Mm. What you saw?
1: I think it's. I think it's. Um, if you want to give me a minute, if you want to talk, I'll pull it up here. But well,
0: um, I mean, it's 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 curious to me because um, the the taxes in Florida. I mean, there's no state tax. No income tax. Um, or yeah, that's what I mean. No no state income tax. Correct. So yeah. that's and that's why a lot of people move to Florida is for the lack you know for the lack of state income tax. So mm. it just it's kind of weird that there's that Florida wouldn't be a little bit higher. It's yeah. like a lot of people are moving to Florida right now. Um, I've worked with some buyers that are, that, you know, we're selling places in California. I've worked with people that are, uh, and then moving to Florida Midwest up in the New York area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, there's definitely a lot of people moving here, but yeah, I didn't realize that we weren't number one. Um, Well, I want to show you this one real quick. So we talked about how the median sales price was going up. So look at this chart. This is the month's supply of inventory all the way back from 2008. So we had around 17, 17, almost 18 months of of inventory back in 2009. How crazy is that?
1: That is a buyer's market. 100% buyer's market.
0: You could walk in and ask for the, you could, I mean you can offer the them moon. dirt. Yes.
1: No, you're and, offering dirt. You can go in there and yes. offer them dirt with a high five yes. and a seller would be yep. like, thank you.
0: Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for giving me. Yeah, it was, that's crazy. But so if you remember the chart where the median sales price was going up, you can see it kind of coincides with the month's supply of inventory, how it's going down. And then it, you know, it. it goes into a normal market here for a while, you know, when things kind of settled down, uh, right about four to five months supply of inventory. And then we get to May of 2020. And then that's where things kind of accelerated. People stopped listing their homes. People were still buying homes and Mm -hmm. we just started losing inventory to where it bottomed out. I mean, we sat about one month supply of inventory in Florida, for several months, and we're not much more than that right now. I mean, currently for October, it was 1.3 months supply of inventory. And for Mm -hmm. those of you that don't know exactly what that means, it means um, if nobody listed their home right now for the next 1.3 months, we would sell out of homes. I mean, that's essentially what it means. Yeah, yes. Yeah,
1: current absorption rate, that's 100% correct.
0: Correct, so yeah, if nobody listed their home, we would sell out of homes and by beginning of February or the end of January, essentially. We'd mm-hmm. have no more homes for sale. Nobody could buy a home and that was it. Yep. There, there, you know, A lot of company a lot of people would be out of business. <laughs> Quite <laughs> literally.
1: So I mean we'll not this,
0: this, um, but it's uh, you know, I don't know, this the COVID thing, it's it's really it's hard to predict exactly what's going to go on now because we haven't been in this situation before.
1: No, this is very interesting. This is all new. And a lot of people are saying it's going to crash. It's going to crash. It's going to crash. Like the 2008 crash was man-made. That was man designed. This is a true demand for, for homes. And this, the study shows like a low inventory, low inventory. Oh, there's not enough sellers and enough sellers. Well, and reali- reality is that we've actually, if you go back to the new listings on Sunstats, we've actually seen the peak of new more and more sellers every single year. It's still increasing. There's just that much more buyers than there are people willing to actually sell at this time. So I this cannot continue to go up is eventually going to level off because once mm-hmm. the country has officially finished finished its moving cycle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's going to level out and it's going to come back down to a more stable more normal market um yes. i don't think we're going to see a buyer's market for a long time i really don't no. i don't see it
0: no no look at look at active inventory right now i mean we were in 2008 hundred twenty nine thousand homes for sale in 2008 Mm -hmm. again there was a lot of stuff about to go on in 2008 you know so well yeah um, the
1: crash that occurred let's what does september 21 look like in terms of
0: september let's see september 21 37,781 36,000 for almost 37,000 for october so but here for 2014 through about 2019 it was pretty pretty stable and mm-hmm. you can see we're right there in the mid nineties here. It's in, you know, the low 100,000, uh, uh, houses for sale. Yeah. Yep. So, so, and that's, that's where it should be right now. To give you an idea, we're at 36,900 for the, the state couch. of Florida, for the state of Florida. That's for the entire state, not just, uh, not just a particular County. This is for the entire state right now. Uh, Or you can see in April where it bottomed out right about 30, just over 30,000 homes for sale. And let's see, that was in April of 2021. Let's see what April should be, should be right around 89, 90,000 homes for sale. So we're about almost, you know, a third of where we should be. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're, we're, it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely insane.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, the kind of kind of going back to it, like where it is, where where it is now to where it should be. And then going into next year predictions, 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 what does next year look like? What is next year prediction? Well, here's some things that just got released today from um, from the FHA. um, They are loan limits have just increased. We were I don't remember the exact numbers, but as this is as of today conventional mm-hmm. loans was in the low five was in the high fives. And now it's been increased at a low 600,000 without going into a jumbo loan. And FHA was, at, I think 389 to this now up into the 400 so low fours now, which is a huge increase and uh, in allowing buyers uh, more purchase power. Being that the as of today, Omicron variant of COVID has yes. been has hit California. We have one case so far of Omicron. Now mm-hmm. that pretty much kind of the Fed was looking um, to, I guess, increase rates by Friday. But in light mm-hmm. of this new Omicron uh, yeah. variant, everyone is kind of at a steadfast. So interest rates might actually drop by by Friday. So it, the market in terms of like stocks and stuff like that is very volatile. Yes. Um, cause someone utters a new variant like everyone stops to see what happened. So, um, going into next year, the fed has said that they have, they have to increase interest rates and they're going to, right. because there is just so much money in, in the economy right now. Inflation is at all time high, uh, mm-hmm. to my understanding. So, people's purchase power is able to increase, they're able to use more money um, to more purchase power, especially with mm-hmm. the low interest rates that are at. Yes. So it's it's going to be very helpful uh, in terms of purchasing. But I, I think this market is going to continue at its current trend. And eventually it's going to um, just level out. Yeah. And when that happens, I'm not sure. But next Um, next summer is going to be a a bad time and a hard time for a lot of buyers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially. So talking about seasons of real estate, we've talked to, we've kind of hit, you know, what happens in the winter, Mm -hmm. the fall going into the winter. Um, so coming up in the spring, you know, typically real estate is going to start picking up. That's when. Uh, more homes are going to be listed. We've seen in some of those charts, um, more homes, you know, starting in January, but then they pick up even more going into March, April, May timeframe. A mm-hmm. lot of that is due to the fact that summer is coming up. So kids are getting out of school for the summer. So what happens is um, we don't want to move while the kids are in school. So yep. we're going to we're going to try to time it as best we can and put our home on the market somewhere in February, March time frame and and sell it and then that way by the time <clears> we <throat> sell it we're moving out, kids are out of school, it's the summertime, we move to our new house and then we're already settled, kids are good and then they can <clears throat> start their new school year in the new school system or whatever the case yeah. may be. What you got to be careful with right now is so, and this worked fine several years ago when you could list your house in March or April and it might take a month or month and a half or even two months to sell your home. Right now, you put your house out there, you have to have a game plan to be out of that house in about, you know, cause you're going to be under anywhere contract. from two,
1: anywhere from two weeks to four. Yeah. That's it. Yeah.
0: So, so you're going to be under contract really quick and then... Mm-hmm. Um, You know, you're potentially you could close on a house if it's a cash offer. I mean, it's just you're just waiting on the title company to do all the title searches, the title insurance, all that kind of stuff. And that takes, Mm -hmm. what, a week and a half, two weeks. Two Um, weeks. So, yeah, yeah, you're 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 out of your house in in two weeks. So you put Mm -hmm. it on the market. You could be out of your house in about two and a half, three weeks. So you, you got to be careful. If you're planning to move during the summertime, you've got to really look at the market. Your agent should tell you, Hey, if if you don't want to move until the kids are out of school, we need to back it up, you know, three weeks before that. If we list it in March, chances are you're going to be sold and looking for a new house before the kids are out of school. So.
1: Yeah. And another thing too, I'm really glad that you kind of brought that up because, yeah. um, having a game plan is extremely important, because a lot of sellers end up in the position of being the buyer. Therefore, they're contingent upon the sale of their property to Mm -hmm. purchase the next property, meaning that the equity that they have, they because they don't have the cash, a lot of sellers don't have the cash on hand to purchase their next property. So they have to sell their first property, use that equity to purchase the next. So you just became the buyer. And now mm-hmm. you're stuck out there trying to find a house and it's gonna, it's gonna take you an average of 80 days to 180 days to be able to find and close hundred to 180 days
0: mm-hmm.
1: in, in this yeah. market right now for, for some yeah. of the markets. Um, I was messing with yeah. home, Jared, yeah. I know we brought this up before and yeah. actually you can see like a heat map uh, and it tells you on average how long mm-hmm. sell, homes soul, sell. Mm -hmm. And then how long it takes for a buyer to find a house. And I was seeing an average of 80 to 185 days to, to actually be able to purchase a property within some of these areas. So having a game plan is extremely important. What were you going to say?
0: No, and that that's including because what's happening a lot of times now is you're, you're, you're selling your house and you've got to go buy a new house. You have to factor in the time that it's going to take to put an offer on a house, not get that house, search for a new one, offer mm-hmm. on that house, not get that house, search for yep. a new, you, you see where I'm going with that, is things are moving yeah. so quick, if if you're not at the top of the, the offer pool, you know, if you're not offering mm-hmm. full price or more, or, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of creative, creative, something creative, exactly, then you have to be prepared to lose the first house, lose the second house, maybe even lose the third house, hopefully you've, maybe uh, some, of these, of, some of these some of these
1: buyers are offering up to 10 10 offers before they get successful yes. um uh, some of my buyers so the price point if you're between 200 and or even below so let's just say 150 to as high as you know 400 you're looking at multiple offers and even yeah. into like the high sixes seven eights nines oh, yeah. you're looking at multiple offers yeah. so it's actually it's quite wild and quite frustrating for a lot of buyers so yes. having a game plan is super crucial in terms of and what i recommend if you can move temporarily to, to a family member or do an extended stay or try to find a temporary rental,
0: right,
1: set the money aside and move into that, that way you lose the contingency of the sale of your house. So sell your house, remove that contingency because you could offer $10,000 over the asking price with, you know, waiving the appraisal contingency. But because you have the looming fact that you still have to sell your house first, Yes. Your offer will get skipped over for something yes. that's less and more of a guarantee Absolutely, because there's no guarantee when it comes to contingency offers plain and simple. Right. There's no guarantee. Yeah. So it's, you have yeah. to lose it. You have to have a game yeah. plan. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's, you have to, so you have to look at from the seller. If you're a buyer, you have to look at it from the seller's perspective in the fact that if they've got 10 offers or 15, how many do you have? Chris one weren't you working 30. on like 25 30 offers okay At Daltona 30 in Daltona so if you have 30 offers on one house and if half of those don't have a contingency and the other half have a contingency which you know which one are you gonna start leaning towards
1: mm-hmm. it's I mean, more about it's it comes down to like the guarantee if you right. can guarantee the seller X amount of dollars you're going to right. win. However, some sellers, they want to see, you know, you know, like they want to see the home go to a family, you know, someone, a young couple that they that kind of reminds them of themselves. Uh, And then some sellers are just like, listen, I need to retire off of this. Like, I I need as much money as I can. And so you have to look at it from a buyer and a seller perspective. And that's where it really that balance. But if you're going to be a buyer in this market, it's all about strength as well as creativeness, as well as patience. If you yes. plan on trying to get it pre-approved and try to be out of your lease within a month, good luck. Yes. You got to be willing to move yeah. to the boondocks hmm. or, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Yeah. If you're trying to find something, if you want something local of a right. price point two fifty in the Orlando area and right. within a month time, not happen. No, Unless not it's right cash. Now.
0: Not right now. And that kind of leads me to... So another thing that when we were talking about this episode is when is the right time? I mean, there's... I want to try to phrase it properly, but when is the right time, not seasonally, but the right time for you to buy a house? So I'll give you an example. So for me, when I was buying my house in 2014... I had people telling me, it's like, oh, you don't want to buy a house yet. It's the market is kind of, you know, it's coming. It's still recovering from blah, 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 blah. That was the time to buy. (laughs) And yeah, but it was just, maybe it was a little bit earlier We're 2013 when I was looking, I can't remember, but there was people that were telling me, and I hear this all the time. It's like, oh, you don't want to buy a house right now. It's not the right time. And we're not talking about seasonally. We're talking about things are going on, uh, economically, you know, mm-hmm. with, with everything. And, but my thought was the best time for me to buy a house is when I'm ready to buy a house. Now there's, there are some financial decisions that I had to make that I had to make um, before I said yes or no. However, if, if you're ready to buy a house financially and uh got it, maybe have a growing family and it's time for you to upgrade or move out of the apartment or the rental house or whatever the case may be if you're ready to buy the house then guess what it's the right time to buy the house yep. it's you, you can't wait on the market trends and the seasonal stuff and, and all that kind, you know the COVID to go away because guess what as soon as you wait for that to go away or something to happen pew Prices skyrocket, something happens. I mean and maybe something you get else lucky. was gonna happen. Right. Maybe yeah. you get lucky and, and they crash, but uh man, yeah. it's you know, if it's if it's the right time for you to buy a house, yeah, by all means go buy go a house. house. I and mean, that's 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 what that's yeah. the, you know, that's what I learned from when I was buying the house. It was the right time for me. I was mm. ready to buy the house, I had the down payment and why would I wait? Yeah. If I would have waited, I would have been paying more for that same house that, that I bought.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yep. you, know. you know,
1: here's, here's something too. Like, um, it, it you have to go off of your own terms, right. And if you're going to buy a house, you need to start at least six months now. And I'm not talking about searching, but preparing like talk to a lender get with a right. realtor say hey yeah. here's my six month goal i want to be out of this at least by xyz mm-hmm. um get approved and that way you can see what your pur- your true purchase power is and then over the mm-hmm. next six months watch the market go see homes and yes. as time gets closer you know mm-hmm. you you'll start getting more serious you'll start you'll continue during that time to build your credit builds up your savings so you actually become stronger in the eyes of an underwriter and when it comes to that three month mark which i would recommend three to four months you Mm -hmm. need to start being serious and start considering placing offers correct um because you will lose Uh, depending on your price point you you have to be okay with losing no matter what what time of year it is. We could tell you until we're blue in the face with the facts that Mm -hmm. December to January is the best time of the year, but you got to be ready to not be able to purchase or find a house or or have your offer accepted until March. Right. That's a very real, that's a very real scenario.
0: Yeah. And and the other thing that that does for you, you know, starting six months out, it gets you in the mindset of mm -hmm. the real estate business, what it's going to take, um, just Watching like anything, the market, I mean, you're, you're learning, you're, you're preparing, you're learning, you're getting mm-hmm. ready. So, you know, you're, you're going to battle. I mean, you don't just show up to day one of, of battle time and without boot your, camp your sword and, <laughs> and, and let go, but no, you, you, you prepare, you train, you, and then you go to battle and you have somebody, uh, a good leader, real estate agent, whatever the case may yeah. be, who's going to lead you into that battle and say, all right, you know this is yeah. this is how it works this is our strategy this is where we're going yep and so, and it's
1: it's a battle that's the snap win or fought by strength and numbers it's purely like strategy and you have to be you have to have a good strategy
0: yeah i agree hey, we still in it. the uh, we still got a couple people watching here who's uh, chime in in the chat let us know uh i mean what do you guys think about all this is it feasible Are we just completely way off or i mean does this is this making sense i mean let us know in the chat i'm i'm curious to see what you guys think and, yeah, any uh,
1: questions yeah
0: yeah if there's any questions no. or anything i mean let us know i don't know what what else so, do you think about the seasonal real estate chris
1: i think you brought up a really good point in terms of like when it's good for you go ahead and, and buy and no one yeah. said that this has to be your first home to live in right so here's a thought you can do an airbnb you can purchase a home for about a hundred thousand dollars or even a um like an airbnb or an investment property for a hundred thousand dollars we have a beautiful country that has plenty of opportunities to where you can invest on a property Mm -hmm that will cost you maybe $20,000. So you can save up 20 grand.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then go ahead and invest in a property like a mountain property or OSHA oceanfront condo that allows short term rentals. Right. Somewhere uh, along the coast. Like again, it doesn't have to be a major spot uh, or anything like that. And then you Airbnb it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll start generating revenue, pay off that investment. That way it's 100% cash flow minus the expenses. And right. then you can, within the next year or so, use that money to actually purchase your your, your house that you want to live in. Like Not right. the end-all, be-all, right. uh, but at least a, a beginner home. Like this is right. for, for Bethany and I. This is a beginner right. home where right. we're, we're going to hold on to this home because when we move out of it, this is going to become a rental. Right. So. Yeah. That's, uh,
0: that's what I wanted to do with our last home, but financially it just, it wasn't feasible, you know, because mm-hmm. like a lot of people, we were selling that home and using the proceeds to purchase the home that mm-hmm. we're in now, right. you know, the down payment and so on and so forth. Yeah, But, um, it's, it's, give you an idea of how I think we talked about this before but I, I still can't get over the fact that when I bought my first home in 2000 I'm pretty sure it was 2014 it was a hundred I paid hundred fifty thousand dollars for it it was a three-bedroom two and a half bath oh, 1700 man. square feet. I know we're going into like reminiscing. Twenty good old 2014. Oh, it's so yeah. The market was um, so
1: much different, and everything was oh, so expensive at that time. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, yeah.
0: So we bought this home for 150 thousand dollars. In 2018, we sold it for 230, just under 230 thousand uh-huh. dollars. That was in 2018. The couple we sold it to, they sold it. Early this year for $300,000. So that house doubled in price from 2014 to 2021. In seven years, it doubled in price. Now, that kind of goes back to if I would have listened to people telling me, hey, you don't want to buy a home yet. It's, you know, whatever the case, whatever they were telling me. I don't remember. I I don't think I really, (laughs) obviously, I didn't listen to them because I bought a home. But if I would have waited... Guess what? That one hundred fifty thousand dollar home, because I would have rented a house for a couple of years, and then I would have bought. I would have been paying more for the same home. I'd have been paying yep. more. I mean, it's, so again, it's you don't know if the, I got lucky. You don't know if the market's going to go up. You don't know if it's going to go down. I mean, you you have your predictors, but uh, and your experts out there, but you never a hundred percent know exactly what is going to happen. So again, if if it's the right time,
1: buy buy for a year. house. Go buy yeah, a house, man. Just go buy a house. Yeah. And um, if you don't know exactly what you're doing, go talk to go talk to your friends who's in real estate so long as they got years of experience. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah, you know, reach out to Jared or myself or, or yeah. really anyone that has uh that does work for yeah. sure. And don't be afraid yeah. to ask like like history. See history.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Chris, you do you do quite a bit. You've been in it. How long have you been in it for uh, real estate for now, or now?
1: Six years, four months.
0: Six years, four well, You got down to the month. All right. Um, let's see. I started in it last year. I, I <gasps> got my license no. last last year, but I started studying for the course and my, my tests in 2018 when, guess what got me into it? I was like, hey, I can... Um, when I was getting ready to sell my home, I was like, hey, this would be a great time for me to start studying and and uh, get my real estate license. I studied, but then I never got my license until 2020 when COVID hit. I mm-hmm. wasn't flying very much, and then I I was like, all right, this is the time. So, technically, I've been in it for, what, a year and a half now. July of last year is when I got my license.
1: Nice. So, and you've yeah. been doing good work too, man.
0: But it's, yeah, it's it's been crazy. I've been pretty lucky. I mean, I pushed pretty hard as far as the marketing side goes. And I jumped into photography. I learned a lot from our broker, uh, James Clark. Uh, I've been on photo shoots with him to learn Same. how to do photography and videography and, and, uh, do drone work and all that kind of stuff. So I mm-hmm. do my own drone or my own photography, Chris, you do your own photography. It's uh yeah, yeah I, I I don't know. I could go on a rant about photography just because I've been, you know, I've been in it for a little bit now and and I just I hate when I see okay, here we go, click. Here we go, click. Yep. Here we go, click. Is that I the new think, Google you know,
1: Pixel? Pixel 6?
0: It is. It is. <laughs> oh, you recognize because of the yes. uh, yeah. Yeah. It's um and then this is the uh, the nice leather case. It's a Bellroy yeah. case. I'm not getting sponsored by them, so I don't care if you buy it or not. <laughs> but,
1: um, but yes, How do you like it? it? Is, that, is, is that the 6 or the 6 Pro? The
0: 6 Pro. And it's it's fast. It's So I had the Pixel 2 before that, so I, I haven't bought a phone in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, four years to be exact. 2017 is when I bought that Pixel 2, and it lasted me for quite a while. So this is the Pixel 6 Pro. It's super nice. It's um, Very affordable. Is um, in comparison, yeah, it has the uh, the curved edges. I'm not a big fan mm-hmm. of the curved edges, but and then it's real if you don't have a case on it, it's super slick in your hand, so you really have to hold on to it. With the case, it's not bad. I go, but, uh, but I like I got it.
1: The Google um, Pixel XL right here. Oh, nice, it's been which, a good phone
0: Which one is that the XL? The, oh, okay, I don't know
1: yeah it's um was that one come out i think like a google pixel three but they call it the xl i think
0: yeah
1: okay. i'm not sh- i'm not entirely sure but it's been a good phone to me um i intend on uh holding on to this one i'm mm-hmm. going to upgrade to the google six um i'm Great. doing research right now between the six and the six pro and i'm mm-hmm. leaning more towards the six um but i'm going to hold on to this i'm going to i'm going to wipe this one clean and then use that for um Maybe like a hot spot kind of feature thing. Right um, random stuff like that. But, yeah, man. Right but right. I yeah, when it comes to photography, I definitely know the uh the this this feature. It's too many yeah. agents. Too many agents, man. If there's
0: anything you're gonna do, just if you're gonna take pictures, this makes yes. the world a difference from here. If you're doing this, no no. Turn it this way, that'll make the world world of difference. Yeah. It's just, even if... And play with the yeah, angles. Yeah, but, but it, there's more to it than just turning it sideways. There's, you know, you, again, yeah. we could go into a whole lesson on that, but... And we should.
1: We should we talk should. about, like, sellers, yeah. because, like, if you're a seller and if your agent is doing this with mm-hmm. a phone of their photos, yeah. even if it's this, right. the fact that they're holding a phone... Right. For their for your photos, you are overpaying for that agent.
0: Yes, so I tell you what: when you're going to sell your home and you're interviewing an agent, before you even talk about commissions, marketing, blah, blah 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 blah, ask them, "What do you do for photography? What do you do for video? What do you do for 3D tours? What do you do for aerials?"
1: Examples and provide examples, like so ask them. examples. Yes.
0: And are you going to do that for my house? If they tell you, oh, you know, if they start bumbling around it and they say, well, you know, I've got a really good iPhone that tastes great. No, nope, nope, nope. Don't do it. Go talk no. to the next one. Go find one because they're out there. They're out there. We're out yeah. there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're out there, and it's not hard. Like you can pull up an agent. Like you can just go through Zillow agents closest to you. And then just go through them and you can see their, their sold inventory through Zillow, or you can contact them, say, Hey, I am shopping for agents, send me all, send me all of your listings for the past uh, year. And, and then ask that question and then get that, get that information for them. Yeah. Because if you're a seller trying to sell in this market, it's a beautiful time, but you also want to make sure you're dealing with a professional. That can properly represent you and actually sell your house within four days of yeah. an average. That's my average, is four days.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's nice. Yep. Here's here's a challenge to people listening. Go look up Chris's listings. Go look up my listings and compare our photos. Well I'll tell you off, what. First off, hold on, hold on. Compare okay. my photos to Chris's photos. Oh. See which don't ones are better. Dare. Don't yes. you dare! See which, see which ones are <laughs> don't better. Don't you dare! And then, and then you can let me know personally which ones are better because it's going to be mine anyways. But like, take those I, and compare it to other, other photos, other agent photos, and see, yeah. see what you find out. I'm, I'm curious to see what everybody I gotta find what out they that find. I'm better. Oh, I don't. I mean, I think. So it's here's what I'm going to do
1: for the crowd. Here's what we do for the crowd. All, All right. right. I am going to uh, take all of my uh, my listings for the, this year, and I'm gonna generate a link. and I'm gonna put it in the description.
0: Okay. And is the description or the comments or uh, uh, in the comments in the comments? Okay. All yeah.
1: Right. So if anybody wants to see my record, oh. which you can find on my social media, anyways, because I always um, I advertise it. So these are our,
0: so can I throw in am I allowed to do photos from other agents that hire me to do their <laughs> listings? Can I throw those in or do I have to do my Hey own if listings? you
1: took the photos, if you took the photos, mm-hmm. that is yours. All
0: right. Man, you you better have some good photos. You better Sir. Oh,
1: man. Sir. Okay.
0: All right. All right.
1: I don't know. I have twenty five what do you have
0: 25 what
1: i have 25 listings in the past 12 months
0: um well i don't have that many but i have been... um
1: hold on some of these are sprinkled into buyers that shouldn't be the case my sold oh, okay. listings in the past 12 months yeah, there's something wrong with that
0: well yeah i don't i don't quite have a since i've only been in it for a little bit i've got just a a couple of listings that i'm that i've done um, but I have a ton of photos that I've done for other agents as well, and uh, so some of them are multi-million-dollar homes. Three, I think. So there yeah. was one agent uh, sh- that I shot over in Inverness. No, nah, I didn't shoot her. I shot the house, and <laughs> it was a. <laughs> um, it was. That's uh, funny. It was like a. a three and a half million dollar house it actually so here here you go here's the here's the topper and i don't know if she's watching right now but she's a friend of mine and i shot the house and it is the it's like a three and a half million dollar house three million dollars i can't remember but the house sold to a guy named tyreek hill who plays football yeah yes yes, uh, yeah, Chiefs. So, yes exactly so this guy you sold the my, house to tyreek no, hill no. I I didn't. I took the photos for the agent who sold the house. So it's Ty like that's Yes. So guess what? Tyreek Hill saw my photos, said, Hey, I like that house. Those photos are so good. I like that house, I'm gonna come buy it. So boom, how do you beat that? Thank you. Drop the mic. I can't because of a break. But All right, see so you're speechless. I get it. It's all good. It's all good. We should just end the. That end was the, pretty uh, good,
1: man. Like, you got to celebrate to buy the house on <laughs> yours. So, I, I still think we should go ahead and like throw up our like, um, what it, what it mean, what it mean to, to have a professional to photography. Um,
0: find, let's, let's make it even easier. Let's find our best photo, what you think is your best photo, and we'll oh put man, it up there and let people compare. Oh, I guess. You
1: got. Oh oh, are we talking goodness. inside outside what are we talking here? what
0: whatever you think is your 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 money shot your best photo that you've taken mm-hmm. whether it's you know photoshopped with uh, uh, a twilight or whatever the case may be take your best photo i'll you we'll even give you two i'll give you two you can pick two so that way, if you want to do exterior interior, you can. So we'll both pick two. We'll put it in the comments, and we'll let people judge which ones are better. I think that's fair, right? A little competition. Then we'll have to decide on the next show who what uh, what what the prize is for the winner. I don't know. Bragging rights, I guess.
1: All right. Well, here, I'm going to show you my best photo right now. And this oh is going directly to you, Jared. So, directly to me. Here you go. Are you sending it? To- <laughs> I shared it, I screen shared it.
0: Oh, there it is. <laughs>
1: oh, come on. <laughs> Whatever. It is the season.
0: Whatever. Get out of here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. Best photos. I'm still going to throw up uh, the link of everything that I've done so far for this year. But I will post a photo that I think, man, that's going to be hard. Do two photos. One exterior and one interior. I think that's fair.
0: Okay. I might do two exteriors.
1: Uh, Oh, I don't know. Are we uh, one up in sir? Are we increasing? Sir? I don't know. Maybe. I'm
0: saying, I mean, we get two to choose from, so we'll see. But either way, I'm sure everybody's heard enough of us talking about. Blap blap. A little photo contest. But so on the real, if you have questions about when you should buy a house, if you should buy a house, what's the best time to buy a house? What season um, whatever. Give us a call. Shoot us a message. Let us know. Again, as I said, you can reach us on Facebook, me, JDA Instagram. Holmes on Facebook. Uh you can search my YouTube, JDA Florida Holmes, Chris on Facebook, the Noon Group, and Instagram, the Noon Group. Is it the Noon Group on Instagram as well? Or yeah, just noon yeah. group? The, no, noon. the noon the noon group. I'll uh, I'll have a little post uh, one of these little things down here in the bottom left for you the next episode with your Instagram but um, yeah guys if you have any questions you know where to find us we've told you a hundred thousand times where you can find us and we're always happy to talk about real estate so hope you enjoyed this episode join us on the next one at some point we're going to be talking about Zillow and what the heck is going on with the it I-Mire should be product. Friday
1: Right. Uh, I believe it should be Friday. So
0: so we're we're thinking about Friday. Friday. Okay. Friday, seven thirty.
1: Seven so thirty. So um join us I with even, our gifted uh, realtor, James Evans. Think, yes, sir. I love that guy. So
0: it's it's interesting. If you're not familiar with what iBuyers are, it's uh companies like Zillow, companies uh Offer Up. Offerpad, Offerpad. Offerpad, Open and Door, open uh Redfin.
1: Yes. Um there's there there are a lot.
0: And essentially what they do is it's a big giant corporation that comes in and they they put an offer on your home that's for sale. And it might be for asking price. It might be less. It might be a little bit more. And mm-hmm. uh, they give you, you know, it's usually a pretty quick closing. And then th- what they're doing is they're basically going to come in, fix it up do m- minor, minor, minor. Are, are price, they going to fix it? Very, are they going to fix maybe, it? Maybe not. They might like, at, you know, paint over you know some little holes or something. But either way, they're gonna hopefully their plan is to flip it, put it back on the market, and sell it for more. No mm-hmm. different than somebody flipping a house, but the person flipping the house actually can. It's actually putting knows work, yeah. knows a little bit more what's going on. He's gonna come in there and and change some things, upgrade, update, all that kind of stuff. Whereas the mm-hmm the big I buyers, they're just coming in. They're, they're basing their, their profits on what they're projecting the market is going to be, Mm -hmm. uh, in the upcoming future. Yeah, that's exactly
1: what Zillow did and it bit them in the butt. Um, they have recently sold and we'll discuss this further Zillow, um, is the first to fail. Um, I would imagine open doors closely behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, there a lot a lot of people are taking this moment of projected algorithms mm-hmm. and really uh looking at it again so are they going to disappear don't think so right. uh i think there's a place in 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 the market for them but we're going to shed some light on the pros and cons of buy buyers
0: absolutely so All right. look forward to that one on friday, friday. as something crazy happens um but yeah, Friday, we'll put out some uh, some more stuff. Some flyers, some flyers. Is that what we call them? Facebook postings, social medias. I don't know. We'll be <laughs> we'll be putting flyers out on on light posts and like we lost a cat or something, you know. But instead, it's
1: for uh,
0: for our show. That's uh, <laughs> sounds good.
1: And then after uh, Friday, that's gonna be my last one for at least two weeks. What? I'm getting married, bro.
0: Oh, that's right. That, oh, come on. You can do that. Yeah, can't you just, can you just go sign the paperwork, get back to work? Come on. Uh,
1: <laughs> Bethany would kill me. <laughs> she would I, never allow uh, it. You would see her, her and you would see an arm like coming out of the woodwork and just like grab it by the ear, and just a like, yank. <laughs> now, right out of the seat.
0: She'll have one of those long canes that comes through and.
1: Yes, old school cane, yes, just yank school. you off the stage.
0: Exactly. So. Well, don't tell her i said that but i will Bethany, still
1: watch it cheers yes cheers <laughs> cheers, cheers to everyone that's been with us cheers. for episode yep. six whiskey with an agent yep.
0: seven episode seven
2: <gasps>
1: you have it as episode six though
0: what oh i do don't i hey it's, every, it's episode seven. My bad. Oh
1: wait okay no sorry it is on uh okay we're good we're good
0: okay Ooh, you're right man, my mistake scary. on
1: my end is says six but it's seven hey, you got it right
0: all the more reason you need to call me hire me this guy doesn't know what he's talking about
1: said the newbie <laughs> one year in cheers <laughs> cheers y'all
0: see you guys